everyone, welcome back to the Cuppa Chats podcast. If you're new here, hi, welcome. I'm your podcast host, Molly. It's fantastic to have you tuning in. Cup of chats, I want you to feel like you've gone for a coffee or a drink with a friend. And in those times, usually you end up talking about something deep, something meaningful, something personal, maybe a tragic memory, a shoulder to cry on, or you would just end up talking about a funny memory that you share with each other. And that's exactly what I want this podcast to feel like. So yeah, I'm so glad to have you here and let's get into this week's episode. It's time for Cup of Chats. Let's do this. This week's episode, I want to be about body image. Now, this is something I've always struggled with, I won't lie. Um, It's been always a huge, huge trigger. And there's been a few things um, this past month um, and the past couple of weeks where people have come up to me or I've heard on the grapevine or people have said stuff um, really nice actually (laughs) about my view on body image that they've shared to people they know or said to my mum. that I've been making a difference to people um, on how I now speak about it. So I thought I might as well share it on here with you guys because it is such a prominent thing within society, especially women, um, but increasingly more in men as well. So I want to take you on my journey of the lows, the highs um, and everything now that I've come to terms with. And yeah, I hope you're in (laughs) for this journey of body image with me. So let's start right back at the beginning. Um, And I mean, right back at the beginning. Um, Let's go primary school, maybe even before that, I was always a bit of a chunky monkey. I won't lie, like I was a chunky monkey, Um, even when I was a toddler and stuff like that. I remember there used to be a shop in Manchester I think it was called like Daisy and Tom or something like that. And it, I can still remember it to this day. You walked in and there was a massive grand staircase like that when you can either go up the left side or the right side. It's, it's as if this shop had wings. Like, do you know when people say they have a house like, oh, you're staying in the left wing or you're staying in the right wing. Um, this shop was like that. And Cabbage Patch Kids were a thing. <laughs> Back in the day, like they were dolls, but they were called Cabbage Patch Kids. And they had these massive faces, massive cheeks, massive ears, like just everything about them was like a bit abnormal within the face. And my gran (laughs) at the time, like used to be like, oh, Molly looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid. Now I know she didn't mean that like in a nasty or mean way. I was just naturally quite a chunky little kid but then as the years went on it kind of became into a thing not from my grand but there was other family members that would comment on my weight um to my mum and I don't want to <laughs> lol let's just go for male figures in my life um at that point um used to say stuff to my mum like she needs to go on a diet um it's about time she lost some weight. Now, this is like a primary school kid, okay? Like, 
I wasn't on an unhealthy diet or anything like that. It was just obviously clearly now when I think about it, just how I was built as a kid, like, and it happens. But yeah, there was always, always comments from people that shouldn't have probably been making those comments, which then led into primary school, which ended up leading to kids then saying nasty things and nasty remarks. Um, So from the age of about what six seven I was always named and labeled as the fat kid as you can imagine as a child that's not very nice and especially when a group of people that are supposed to be your friends are then saying this to you and then it became into like this bullying nature um and it was always thrown my way. My weight was always thrown at me. Anything was always, oh Molly, like fat, ugly, fat, ugly, fat, ugly. That is all I kind of knew. And again, it happened in a bullying situation, which is not nice. At that point, in, obviously a child doesn't know that. A child doesn't know that's classed as bullying and stuff like that. But my mum ended up getting to grips with it because I didn't want to go to school. I was constantly always off school, like ill. I was poorly. Um, when in reality, now when I think about it, maybe I just didn't want to go to school because I didn't feel like I had a place or people or yeah, I probably just felt very, very isolated or like targeted or used. Um, which again, I will openly admit, like I didn't realise at that time until it got brought to my attention. But yeah, I was, I was bigger than all of my friends. Like I look at photos now and I've always had the thicker thighs and stuff like that. And I remember there was this assembly or like a PE class within the hall and some girls that I was friendly with um this must have been like year five year six at the time all had legs like fucking sticks and there's me chunky like chunky thighs always had like thicker thighs and I still do now um and I remember like my legs could jiggle against the floor and make like that do you know, like that slap sound against the sh- like minging floors we used to have um, at schools. And I remember like girls laughing at me, like laughing at the fact that my legs could do that because they had like no fat or anything basically surrounding their bones on their legs. And I used to think, oh my God, like I'm going to have to use this as like, a comedy thing like haha look at the fact I can do this <laughs> isn't it funny da, da, da. basically taking the piss out of myself because they were laughing at the fact that my legs could do that and that is something again that's always stuck with me and I've never and I think it's mad isn't it like I can't even get my words out like now thinking about it and actually talking about it probably for the first time I've never said that to anyone before um what sticks with you as like a kid um so yeah that was the primary school journey so imagine being self-aware of the facts now that you're year six what year 10 you're about to go into secondary school and you'll know your legs 
aren't like the other girls that you're going to this secondary school with. You don't look like any of the girls you're going to this, again, this secondary school, high school with. Um, And then you get to high school. And I think I just prepared myself for the worst. Like I actually still remember to this day telling myself, Molly, you're going to be the fat kid you're gonna be the fat girl, don't expect anyone really to become friends with you, um, just go there, do your work, get on with life, you're gonna be labelled as the fat kid and I, when I think about it now, it's so sad that I put that label on a 10 year old child who should have just been like a 10, 11 year old kid that should have just been enjoying life, like because if I could go back and talk to her now, oh my gosh, but we'll come back into that later. Um, so yeah, I went into this mindset of you're going to be the fat one, you're going to be the fat one. Again, <laughs> fat shy kid is what <laughs> I was labelling myself as. So yeah, I was, I wasn't again, like the probably some of the girls in my form or in my classes, um... But then all of a sudden, the hormones started to kick in within like year eight, getting into year nine. And I lost a drastic amount of weight, like not through being stupid or silly or not eating or anything like that. Um, But like my skirt, I remember me being like, I can't go to school in this. I'm going to have to like roll it up about five times for it to fit. Um... But immediately, and I mean immediately, the fat card was used. Kid you not. It's all anyone thought that they could use against me. Like, it was like a thing. I remember being sat in this science class with my friends at the time. And these group of boys being sat on the opposite side of the room making remarks about all of like I think there was like four or five of us girls and it was last lesson I remember and this is the time I'd like lost all this weight and these group of boys were like making remarks about all of us and one of the guys at the time came over and was like the guys have been like making remarks about you all and one of the girls was like well what have they been saying so they went, he went around each girl, like when I think about it now, I'm like, school was fucking brutal, like why was this happening in the middle of a science lesson for one, and two, who gives you the right to even say that about someone, but anyway, he went around each girl and said what the other guys had said, and then left me to last and just went, I don't want to say it, and I knew from that moment it was going to be fat genuinely I knew I knew straight away that that was again going to be used against me and I just went tell go on like say it say it and he said um let's call him Bob um Bob has just basically said like you're the you're the fat ugly one I knew I knew straight away I was upset I was annoyed, I was triggered more than anything, it triggered a lot of stuff and I left that lesson crying my eyes out to go home and I left school basically like 
they've won again someone else has won this card someone else has said it used it against me so it must be true it was hard because we were kind of all in lessons together then for everything this guy and me um and the rest of us but it's like nothing else really mattered about what he said about the other girls because it wasn't really true but this i was like this is true because it's all that's ever been said to me i've been nurtured to believe that i am this fat ugly girl um which is so harmful like it's a joke when i think about it now bearing in mind i just lost all this weight um so that was said to me and then on top of that i had a male figure in my life significant um that turned around to my mum and was like it's about time she lost that weight though isn't it and then on top of that had like family friends being like you're not being stupid are you because you've lost a lot of weight awfully quick people automatically were jumping onto the bandwagon of i mustn't be eating i must be putting um do you know like having an eating issue no my hormones were just through the roof and i just lost weight but again that didn't matter because everyone thought i must either be being silly stupid or just damn right fat sorry i'm a 13 year old girl at this point everyone 13 year old girl who's already got a shit ton of body issues from previous years so school kind of continues with that mindset get to college still a hundred percent got that mindset of i'm the fat girl i'm the fat girl i'm the fat girl luckily i had a very 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 supportive group of friends where that wasn't an issue get to uni folks first year uni i'm not gonna lie let's be completely real and honest again thought i was the fat girl i put myself on the first year of uni on a shake diet not gonna say which one it is because they don't like deserve to have the sponsor i put myself on a shake diet i was having a shake for breakfast every day i was having genuinely i can recall my exact meals shake every day and then i was having a little grease protein tiny little square if i was at home at like not in uni it'd be shake little grease bar omelette spinach omelette for lunch another oh, a protein yogurt and then it was either I kid you not chicken and sweet potato and broccoli or fish rice and broccoli that is what i lived on i bought nothing else that is what i would eat day in day out sometimes i'd have two shakes a day sometimes i'd have three shakes a day and that's how i lived my first year of uni i lost over a stone in under a month and thought that was healthy i remember a pair of jeans literally doubling up on me and i thought that was really really like fucking amazing i genuinely thought that was absolutely oh my god look at me go i'm thriving i'm glowing i've lost all this weight and in my head i was like people are gonna respect me now people are actually gonna like me people are gonna respect me people are gonna not use the fat card at me 
this was all coming into play when in actual fact molly you were giving yourself an eating disorder that is when my eating disorders probably started um i would then religiously eat that wouldn't change anything would come home for like christmas and all that again would go straight back on would bring the shakes home with me i was spending so much money on a fucking milkshake to have when was it filling me up probably not I didn't realise at the time I was exerting so much energy because my course was so physical. I had like four and a half hours of dance a week plus a body con class for an hour and a bit a week plus walking to and from my uni halls which was basically an hour total per day. Then working on top of this where I was on my feet for a holy hour shift. I did not stop. My body was just in shock mode um, to then the when I got to second year, um, I was like, wow, what is going on? I was drinking more alcohol. Um, I was still trying to do this j- like frigging shake diet. Wasn't enjoying it. So it was like eating food on top of these shakes. Like some people around me were being very, very negative and I'm a very positive person and it was just getting too much. Like more and more people around me on my courses and stuff were having, again, body image issues, but I'm not frigging surprised when we're walking around in leotards and tights all day, looking at ourselves in mirrors, picking everything out that's wrong with us, in front of us. It was just like so much noise and like what on earth is going on and this is when I fell into a massive trap with eating um I ended up (laughs) basically having a binge eating disorder um I would eat and eat and eat packets and packets of biscuits and bread and chocolate covered rice cakes would go to the shop and buy like three chocolate bars eat them all in once and hide the wrappers within my um cupboard drawers um yeah it 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 started to go down a very very bad path um to the point where i didn't know how to control it anymore i didn't know what to do i started getting into this rut where I just constantly look in the mirror like thinking everything's wrong with me I don't know if I don't know uh, genuinely I don't know if it's because I was like shit like getting male attention now like getting male attention never really had this before um but at the same time I'm looking in the mirror every day freaking doing all these dance routines and all this crap and I think if I'm being completely completely honest because I was having no one then really projecting to me like you're the fat girl fat fat this that and the other I started projecting it onto myself like what on earth is going on no one's saying this to me so I'm I'm gonna have to bully myself I'm gonna have to say this about myself and I started speaking really really horribly and nastily about the way I looked nothing was right come second year nothing the thoughts that I used to have about myself were horrific and I like I can't even go into them because they were that bad um 
to the point where I was just like, I'm so unhappy. I might as well just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And I'd eat all these things and then be like, I feel fucking sick. I feel disgusting in myself. And then I'd go out and drink and drink and drink and drink until blackout that year. And I've never done that in my life. I had so much noise going on in my head. I needed it to go. I needed to rid it. And the only way that that was happening that year was through alcohol. Um, And I'd drink until genuinely I'd wake up the next morning and be like, how did I get into bed last night? (laughs) How did I get here? Um... There was one time that I woke up to find out I'd been brought home at 9pm and we'd only left the house at 20 past 8. Um, There was another time where I remember getting back to the front door and with my one of my guy mates at the time, I think he must have just like consoled me the whole way home because I was crying my eyes out. Like opened the door and my best pal was sat on the sofa and I crawled from the front door to her cr- deeply, deeply crying. And I don't know, I still to this day don't remember what I was saying, nothing. And I remember waking up in the morning and her being like, Molly you're not okay, you're, something has really, really triggered you, um, to the point then I thought, shit, what am I doing, like, I'm not happy, I'm not happy in myself, I'm, I didn't feel nice in my own skin, I did feel, so ugly I felt like an ugly character as well as an ugly body image um and I wasn't happy I really really was not okay um I got home that summer and I had two holidays booked and with the girls actually that I was friendly with at uni and one of them I would get up every single morning on this girl's holiday and go and walk on the treadmill and do a core ab exercise every single day of the holiday and I'm like it was a routine I then went on a holiday with just one of the girls and I just probably made her life miserable the more I think about it every single morning I was up and I went to the gym like I was in Mexico for fuck's sake. Why am I doing that? I was literally 19. And when I look at photos of me now, I'm like, Molly, there was nothing of you. There was genuinely nothing of you. Again, you. I ended up bullying myself that you are ugly. All this has happened with alcohol. You've had all these blackouts, this, that and the other. And it's all because of how you look. Genuinely, that's what I thought. Oh, and it's crazy, it's genuinely crazy that this caused me to have a frigging, like, one, eating disorder, two, it's all stemmed again from childhood, like, I I ended up creating this narrative for myself, and it was just horrific, 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 I've had such issues, and it's only recently that I'm, like, really, really, really getting to the depth of them and, like, feeling so much more confident in, the like, my own skin and just not giving a shit about any of that. Um, but obviously, there's a few more years after that then that, do you know what? I ended up giving up alcohol. 
um, pretty much for the majority of my third year, I didn't drink because I was scared that that was going to bring up past experiences. Um, I ended up losing a lot of weight over the summer going into third year because I was like, I just need a stimulus because I'm so unhappy. I got a PT. I really got my life back on track. But then I was in an all or nothing mindset, everyone. And this is what I want to talk about. There is balance. There should be balance. I didn't have that. I ended up then taking it to the next extreme. So we'd been in this binge eating, ugly, fat person era to then I can't have alcohol I can't have that. I just cannot touch it because it's going to make me back into this, the previous person. So I stopped drinking. I was going to the gym literally every day. Um, I was going to Slimming World. Like, girly, you are 20 years old. Why are you giving yourself good and bad food? And then started having really bad issues with, I can't have that because it's classed as a, as a fucking sin. Like, <laughs> it's not a free food, so it's not a good food, it's a sin. Like, that is a bad devil food. You can't touch that. Alcohol, you cannot touch. It's a sin. Oh, it was mad. <laughs> like, but because everyone was like, you look so good, you look so well, look at you in them leather pants, like, Molly, you look amazing, like, da 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 I thought this was absolutely fine, I was like, queens, I found myself, I can't have this and I can't have that, because look at me, people are actually, for once, saying nice things about little Miss Molly, no one's calling her the ugly one anymore. She's being called nice. Like, oh, I was over the moon. I was like, I've got rid of this ugly little creature. Um, But when I still looked in that mirror, I kid you not, I was like, ugly. Like, <laughs> ooh, she's got a bit fat there. She's got there. And this is when I was constantly going on the scales as well, everyone. Like, time after time, every time I was in that gym, I'd weigh myself before the session and weigh myself after, it was horrific, <laughs> it was not okay, um, yeah, and when I look at it now, I have been on a frigging journey, and it's only in the past year and a half, I'm actually feeling good, in my body image like it's constant my body constantly changes and this is what I want to talk about like your body will constantly change and you know what people will constantly scrutinize and there'll always be that someone that will say something to you and about you and about it because it's for some reason what society has built but just so you know start to work your own narrative like it's easier said than done and it's still a challenge but as long as you feel comfortable in your own skin why are we bothered about other people that is what I'm starting to learn now forget about the scales they don't matter muscle also weighs more than fat 
let's get that into perspective. So if you're going to these classes, these slimming classes, and you've put a pound on that week, it could be a pound of muscle. And we'd all prefer to be muscled and toned, wouldn't we, than have saggy little fat. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, don't worry about it, girlies. Uh, it's easier said than done, I know. And I just want to talk about now what I would say to little old me. I found some pictures of myself recently from when I was a kid. And I look at them and I think, poor you. I saw them and I was like, God, people, like, you were so innocent so innocent yeah all i ever 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 compared myself to was being this fat person and ugly person oh and i genuinely look at the images and i just want to shake myself and be like you were so okay like why did you let so many people put you down and like really really like get to you like, why did you let so many people comment on your body, your body, the media constantly scrutinising people and we're constantly consuming that, your friends talking nastily about themselves, like, or, oh, I wish I looked like her, or I'm gonna go on this run because I want to lose, or like, or the, I can only have a salad, or I need to work out every morning, and, oh god like just wanted to shake people and be like you don't have to do that like who's making you do that oh i need to be on a six week plan because i'm going away in six weeks oh my god it's never gonna work like i look at pictures of myself from covid so what we're talking now three years ago and i thought i was fat and i look at the pictures now and think if only you knew, if only you knew. And this is what I want to say. We will always be our own worst enemies. We will always look at a picture from last year or the year before or the year before that and think, oh my God, what I was thinking in that moment about myself was disgusting and should never have been said. I've looked at pictures from the past consecutive three, four years, and gone, I know exactly the thought I was having there about myself. I could eat, like, I had a conversation with my mum about it a few weeks ago, and showed her the images, and I was like, do you know the nasty thoughts I was saying about myself there? I would never say that to my mum. I would never say that about my best friend. I would never say that to a stranger, a work colleague, grandma, aunt, godmother, a friend of a friend, like boyfriend, anyone. So why am I saying it about myself? Why do we do that? Because at the end of the day, the number one in your life is you. So why are you making yourself feel like third place, fourth place, fifth place? Be your own cheerleader. Don't let anybody else's judgment cloud your own. Look at them photos. Take time out, please, of your week or your weekend to have a look at previous photos of yourself 
and really be like open-minded and let it be an eye-opener of I've been treating myself really horribly or been speaking to myself really nastily and it needs to stop. Because I would like to say, dear little me, just know that people are going to have their nasty remarks and their judgments of you, no matter what it is. No matter it be your weight, no matter it be your looks, no matter it be your work ethic, no matter it be the amount of love you give, no matter it be how good you are at anything. People will always try and find a negative in someone's situation because they're sometimes not comfortable in their own. So go on the journey for yourself and yourself only. Don't believe what others say about you. Don't let other people's projections project on your own. Follow your own path. Follow your own journey. And more than anything, love you for you. And be kind. And be caring. And be lovable to yourself and loving and treat yourself to what you want to receive back. Little me, I apologise for all the years I've spoke to you so horribly. If I could take them back, I would, because I've treated myself so unfairly and so nastily, and I wish I could take away some of that pain that you went through. And the constant judgement and the constant noise, because it's not what's on the outside, It's what's in the inside. And the less you care about appearance, the more you care about your inner self. So dear little me, I love you. I'll keep nourishing you. And we go on this new journey of loving yourself for who you are today. And you continue this journey of self-development, self-growth, and loving your body for every single thing it does for you. And with that, always remember, your body is your vessel, your body is your home. You have this home that you build for yourself throughout the years and throughout your life, so look after it. Remember, your body is what takes you from place to place. Your body is what we live in, so nurture it well. Make sure it's being loved and appreciated from the people around you. And if there's any noise that you don't want to be there, lock that front door and don't let it anywhere near you. I really, really recommend you look back at old pictures or even write a letter to your younger self. And just take that time and take that energy to really be like, it's not that deep. We let it stuff overtake us for so long. I really recommend you write that letter to yourself or you look back at previous images. And really forgive yourself for the way you've treated yourself for all these years or what you've been, what you've said to yourself. Because it's time now that we move in the right direction for ourselves. Like it's 2024. Let the fucking magazines say what they want to say about people. Let 
people troll disgustingly they should be reported but it, it it's gonna happen there's always gonna be that bit of noise and that negativity but take yourself away from that situation and more than anything if you're not saying it about yourself don't say it about other people and also don't let anyone say it to you if you wouldn't speak to yourself like that don't let them cloud your judgment folks thank you so so much for joining me on this week's episode let's enjoy the ride let's enjoy the roller coaster if any of you have any questions or would like to get in contact with me my dms are always open to have chats um regarding anything if you are struggling currently with how the way you're speaking to yourself your body images body images body image eating mindset health um my DMs are always open, but if you think it's too far from that, then please reach out to someone who can give you the guidance and the medical attention you need. Um, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, I'll see you next week for another episode. Take care. Bye-bye.